Last time on Natural Fun, the party returned to Cedar Glen to reap the rewards of their quest for Grandmother Duja. We rejoin the party as they spend their week in Cedar Glen, awaiting the emissary's return. Drama bombs for everybody. I do. So you guys have a week that you're going to be here. Think in your heads what you would like to do. Uh, I'm going to tell you in advance, Willow, you're going last. Is it a day starting today or a day starting tomorrow? Uh, Starting today. Starting today, okay. So if there's anything you want to do specifically, we're going to do it all at once at the end, like shopping, anything like that. We're going to do that at the end because who really wants to listen to that, really? We'll just save that for the end because eh. (laughs) shopping, the game. Yeah, because okay. it takes so long. Everyone roll me a d4. Except for Willow, because you... We can use our new d4. I'm going to use my new one. I've already decided. Thanks, right. Thanks, Thanks, In advance. Thanks, I got a three. Okay. Okay. I got one. Okay, Mora's going first. All right, cool. That would be six, just roll. Oh, maybe roll a four. <laughs> <laughs> They're I'm new and rectangular. Yeah. They're new and confusing. Two. I have a two. You still go first, so that's that's fine. <laughs> I was like, these are new dice. The fact that you rolled under both of us with the d6 was impressive. Okay. Some more. Hello, what's up? Since I know what you're about, we're going to put this out. <laughs> I feel a tavern. It is a depiction of a tavern. It is a beautiful right. depiction of oh. a tavern. Like, where did we get it from, Steph? We yes. got this special item from... Yeah, 1985 Games, uh, who are a lovely people. It's illustrated by Travis Coltsbew. And it is a wonderful, wonderful piece that we got while we were at PAX. So thank you very much for that. Shout out to you and your beautiful map pieces that we can now play with. Very cool. Awesome. Yay! Do you recommend? Sure. Send us a Look for pictures on our Twitter. Can you put it, can you just put it in the Discord so I know where it'll be? So yeah, Mara, I assume, I think I know where you're going. There are two, there are two taverns. uh, It's true. In, in this town. There's the Curiousel. It's a tavern and a tea house. Okay. And um, there's the Bumpy Fiddle, which is full of lots of music. Yes. And they both sound terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Mara goes out to drink with Stabby under a bush somewhere. <laughs> In a paper bag. Gotcha. Paper bag. <laughs> That's how I get stabbied. <laughs> so I'm going to say that, that White Apple will probably take you to the Curiousel. Um, because you originally were like, oh, hey... Tavern and White Apple was like, I got you. So one's the, yeah, one's the tea house one? Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's that a tea house and a tavern. Okay. It's quiet. It's pretty mellow. Which one's shadier? The Bumpy Fiddle. It's called the Bumpy Fiddle. Come on. Yeah, the Bumpy Fiddle's shadier, but it's also very loud and raucous. Okay, then I'll go to the <laughs> Yeah, you can, when you walk by the Bumpy Fiddle, you hear the music coming out and you hear people talking and laughing coming out. Like, have you ever hit a sound wall? Yeah. That's what comes out of that place. Yeah. Okay. Nicer one, so you go to the Curious Owl. You wander in and you see the bartender appears to be a, a Fearbulb. Um, she's a, a. They're like the cow like people. They have like a, a soft uh, pink nose and the cow like ears. And 
forest mountain people that yeah. often don't have their own names. They're, They're fluffy people, yeah. They tend to towards druids. Yeah. They have the ability to camouflage yep. as regular folk. And I give them names because I do. I respect that. You're the DM. So she has uh, long, strawberry-colored hair. Uh, she's kind of pale. She's got a purple nose. And she has uh, many piercings along her ears as well as in her nose. Mm-hmm. She looks really relaxed. And she looks really well-groomed. And when you walk into this place, the smell is somewhere between, like, that IPA hoppy smell mm-hmm. and, like, a like a strawberry tea. Mm-hmm. So it's really pleasant and welcoming. I mean, you settle yourself in, and you're sitting, you're settling in, having a drink at the bar, bartender serves you whatever it is you want. What do you want? Surprising. Surprising. All right, well, you know, I, I like surprising people, man. That's really the best part. And she wanders over, and she has a pole. And she brings you this mixed drink, and she goes, this is the white tea special. And it's got, like, cherries in it, and it looks almost totally clear, except for the top, which has, like, a slight pink blush. Mm-hmm. And it smells kind of almost f- like something between floral and hoppy, mm-hmm. and it's very sweet to the taste. She says, that's for you. That's the special. That's the Sakura House special. Thank you. So you are so welcome, my dude. And she wanders away. <laughs> I just like have an, exi- an existential crisis over like how chill this person is. I was like, imagine if I didn't have any stress in my life. You know? <laughs> Super chill. I don't know. <laughs> Sanity roll. I just start like drinking. just like, oh, if I drink enough, I'll like reach that point. So you start having a drink and give me a perception roll. It's 18. Okay. So you're kind of scanning the area. And as you're doing that, someone walks into the bar who looks extremely familiar to you. Mm-hmm. It's a red-skinned tiefling with dark hair. It is Murmur. And he's wearing a hat. My boy! And he sees you and he grins with his teeth. So he's grinning and says, hey, hey, that's my girl. Hey! And, and he wanders in and sidles up next to you and sits in the stool next to you, pulls it up. And, you know, kind of flags the bartender down with a hand. Uh, he leans in and he's like whiskey straight, and she gives it to him, and he takes the shot, and he leans his elbows in the bar, and he fixes you with a grin. And he says, "Good to see you again." Inside check to make sure it's actually him this time. Yeah, fifteen. It's not hiding it. So, what do you say to try and insight that that's murmur? Um. Hey, well, I mean, when was the last time I talked to you? Uh, mostly the other night when I sucked you through the floor. Mm. Ah, uh, yes, okay, I'm less excited to see you. What's the honest sex thing? <laughs> 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 but it could be! Hey! Yay. Yay. Could be. So he kind of wags his tail at you and grin. he grins very impishly. And he goes back to you and goes, You didn't miss me? Well, that sucks, because I got a job for you. I have another existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'd be having a drink, you might be more relaxed. No, come on. I never relax. See what I do? Fair point. So, to business. So, I noticed that you were out of my vision for a little while. Yeah. I assume you must have been in another god's temple. Yeah, I almost died. It was real fun. Seems terrible. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't die. Don't die. Especially not in another god's temple. You know, I'm going to try real hard (laughs) not to die. That's kind of the point. I mean, usually. I don't know. I didn't want to be in another temple. I didn't like it because I couldn't find you. 
Sounds like a you problem. No, that's just how it works. All gods, if you go into somebody else's temple, it's their jurisdiction, blah, 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 blah. Complicated. Anyway. Are you the mayor of whatever the fuck you do? I mean, yeah, the god of thieves and merchants, so kind of like royalty over here. Not that you need to be impressed or anything, but that is what's happening here, That's Morla. good, I'm not. Oh, God, you're hot. Um, <laughs> <was extreme> <laughs> shoulder action. <laughs> there was gesturing, drawing her in with much shoulders moving very aggressively. <laughs> it was like weirdly sexual. Like, very it was a sex thing. I mean, his body language was very sexy, yes. Uh, he was about he was about you right now, but it was more like a sarcastic, a God, you're hot. Kind of like when someone sneezes and boogers come out <laughs> and whoever's next to them goes, God, that's hot. No, I think I'm hot. No, Janet thinks I'm hot. Not like a fever. Not like a fever. So it goes, anyway, that aside. So yes, what did is. you find there? I don't even remember. I was almost dead. Was his weapon there? No. Shit. You know where it is? I don't know where it is. You know who has it? I might. Okay. Who yeah. has it? I'm not sure. That's the problem. That's your job, I think. Yeah. So here's here's the thing. With all these weapons going missing, it's kind of freaking me out a little bit. And I'm not allowed to touch my own weapon or really be in the same vicinity or we're breaking the treaty. So I'm going to need my emissary to go check on it for me. It's going to kind of suck because of where it's hidden. Where is it hidden? Your hometown, Ithilbao? It's in Ithilbao. You gotta go to the, the Thieves Guild there. They've hidden it for me. I got that a map. Sounds like a terrible. Do you know what happened when I went home? Do you, I mean, when I was home? Do you oh, know absolutely. What do you think about 100% that? I know all of it. Yep. Okay, so you know that my parents will probably kill me. No. No. You know why I don't think so? Because they'll only kill you if you get caught. And you won't. <laughs> there is amazing face acting oh going on. I'm a very impressive person. Like, it's not good for a podcast. Very... This is the commentary of Laura's of face is dead. <laughs> but with eyes made of sarcasm and a little bit poison. Yes. Very uh, poetic, then. Yep, it's very good. poetic. It's good. Beauty and with, with actual blue hair right now, framing the face and tousled curls. <laughs> it's very good. Yes. So he kind of slides you a piece of paper. Need to be doing this by myself. Like, oh no, you can definitely take your friends. Actually, I super recommend taking your friends. Oh, what does it say? I mean, if you want to go by yourself to get some pre information, it's not a bad idea. Some of your friends are a little more clunky than you. Don't say. Well, I mean, look, you. Not everyone can be as stealthy and slick as you. That's why I'm excited that you're my emissary. I wasn't I? I wasn't like assigned you or anything. You came to me. No, you have the daggers. You're my emissary. That's how it works. Remember I told you whoever steals the dagger is now my emissary because they've proven they're an excellent thief. Bonus that you came from a merchant family because you understood the value. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes it sucks to have consequences to our actions, doesn't it, Moira? I don't really think about the consequences now, do I? Maybe now you will. Have you Who seen knows? how many how, like, hangovers I've gotten? Yeah, that's why it took me so long to talk to you. Yeah. Just growling. He just like <laughs> smiles at her and nods creepily, like, yeah, okay, yeah. Anyway, so you're gonna do this for me. It sounds like I don't really have a choice. No. You don't. You're my emissary. This is a job for you. 
I warn you when bad things are about to happen. When I can see you. Fine. What does the, pe- the paper say? You flip over the paper. It's all written in Thieves' Cant. You speak thieves can't. No, I know. But no I'm one else annoyed. can read it. I'm just still annoyed. It looks, it looks like a map, and it looks like instructions for who you need to meet specifically, where you need to meet them, and if they'll bow. Uh, and it's probably very likely a thieves guild that you're going to go to meet. Great. Yeah. It says, tell you what, in exchange, I'm going to share some information that I've learned about this stuff. Great. I could not tell you if you prefer. Tell me, just tell me. Oh, my head hurts. God damn it. <laughs> Drink more, I guess. But yes. here we go. So all the gods' weapons are seeming to disappear, right? And you've been learning about these alkalite people, I assume. Yes. Cool. Here's the deal. I'm worried it's not just the alkalites we have to worry about. I mean, fair. Did you not? Oh, you can't even see in there. You don't even know what we saw down there. No, I don't know. Yeah, there were three people wearing alkalite clothing. Really? They were there? But I don't think they were alkalites. You don't think they were alkalites? No, they had stuff from Bost, and they had all sorts of other stuff that definitely, I I don't think they were alkalites. Hmm. But they froze themselves down there, and they're still down there. They froze themselves? Yep. Also, some some dead bodies, some wooden bodies, Uh a dead dragon. A wooden body? Yes. Was it a woodwode? Oof. Ah, well, I'll tell you this much. I know that Pan's Guardian was a Woodwode, so... They probably just killed it to take the weapon before. I suspect the Alkalites probably took that weapon, but here's, here's where I get concerned. There's this other group that I keep hearing things about, and I don't know what they're called, but they keep showing up kind of alongside these, these Alkalite people. Anything in particular that, like... Makes them stand out, anything they do, anything they wear. Well, so here's, well, I, you know, this is why I think it's another group. I don't have any proof. That's the problem. I don't have any proof. But I feel like it's more to these alkalites than what we're just seeing on the surface, you know? Because the alkalites are fucking stuff up. That's pretty obvious, right? But it's counterintuitive to what they seem to want. What do you think they want? Oh, I know what they want. What do the want? Uh, they're trying to resurrect one of the other gods. Okay. That's the other problem. Not 100% sure. It's one of the gods. It's, it's not one of us wandering gods. It's one of the gods that they call the vanished gods. You know? The ones that we don't know if they're wandering around. They just kind of disappeared after the war. It's got to be one of them. It doesn't make any other sense for it to be anyone else to me. Are any of the vanished gods that they could resurrect? Like, like, do anything crazy? Like- I mean, there's some bad guys in that group. I know the goddess of death, the Raven Queen, is definitely in that group. And let's see, who else is missing? Um, uh, well, they consider me missing, but that doesn't count. Uh, let's see, Bast is missing. Avandra is missing. Uh, Mathos is also missing. The Raven Queen is missing. I think that's it. That's a pretty hefty list of potential... That's four out of 14. I'm not sure how much better you want. I'm gathering information from guilds just as you will be. Alright. Just so, piece I'm just telling you what I've pieced together so far. Another group. I think it's like... a second group, and I almost feel like they're either working parallel or opposites. It it just doesn't make sense. They, whenever there's a a problem and these alkalite people, right, they're looking to steal these weapons, I think, and I don't know what they want to do with them. 
probably try to start a war back up so that way whatever un you know missing god can be i don't know top dog or something you know that like the old days bring us back to war that's what i think the alkalites are trying to do yeah no other group had to have been the people who were frozen down there if they were wearing alkalite stuff they're probably trying to mimic them and like i said yeah they had stuff from bost mimic them mimic them or even just try to look like them so Mm. that would make sense blame the alkalites that way they can just go on the radar that would make a lot of sense. That's making a lot of, you know, you're smart. I picked the smartest emissary. I'm so lucky. Anyway. Yeah, it's some kind of other group. Not sure 100% what their deal is. But I'm concerned that they just don't like any gods. I'm not sure. But it seems like they're almost working against, you know, what the Alkalites want to do. Right, but they look like the Alkalites. Yeah, get blamed for it. Right, 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 right. See what I'm saying? It doesn't add up. Something's mm-hmm. weird. I'm missing a piece, and I don't know what it is. So that's okay. partly what I need you to do. Okay, so back to what you need me to do. I need yeah. to go to Ithilbao and make sure that your weapon's okay. And- yeah, I need to make sure that it's still there. I'm a little worried. I don't want these fuckers stealing my shit, too, and, and fucking with my stuff. And you know, who do you think stole Pan's weapon? I, I think it's got to be the Alkalites, but then again... I don't know. If they've got people mimicking them, it could be a different group. Oh, now now it's even more convoluted than I thought it was. All right, I'll round up the crew. You're the best. They still don't know. They still don't know what I do, okay? I'm not going to rat you out. Good. Why would I rat you out? They don't. I was an emissary. Ca- Kestrel knows that you're I a thief. thief. You knew I was a thief, but you didn't know I was an emissary. No. No, no one knows you're an emissary. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I thought, yeah, you just, I thought you were referring to the thief thing. No, no, just an emissary. No one knows. Okay. Look, I mean... You may as well tell your friends. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rat you out, but they're not bad people. They don't even know my last name. Fun. They don't even know like any. They don't know anything about me. And they're not asked. Or you just choose not to tell them. Oh, both. Well, I mean, look. I know uh, where they got thieves and merchants, and there's a lot of distrust that comes naturally to us. But if you can't trust your friends, you can't really live. Am I getting life advice from the god of thieves? You're welcome. Am I? Did I get hammered last night? Is this a dream? What? This can't be real. This is nah, not, not a dream. No, I. it's not a dream. I'm going to need you to check my weapon. And I'll be periodically checking in to see if you've made any progress. How quickly does this need to be done? Uh, nah, not necessarily 100% quick, but when you can. I feel like you're heading that direction anyway. All if, right. if things are going the way that I seem to be seeing them falling into place, you know, you're probably heading there anyway. Well, You're gonna have to face this thing one way or the other, but... Uh, oh, here's another useful side tip information. You know you got wanted posters that are starting to spread? Oh, great. What am I wanted for? A thief. A thievery from a vault in Ithilbao. Your old man still <laughs> laughed at you. Hard. Great, so when he finds me and I die, have fun with him being your emissary. And I told you, he, he won't find you. Remember, you know, you can use my influence to get into just about any thieves' guild. Yes. Look, man. This is not an unbeneficial relationship here. Alright, well, thanks. Hey, another drink for this one? Yeah. Yeah, thanks. And he pays for that drink, and then he leaves. (laughs) And she just kind (laughs) of holds her forehead and waves him away like, fuck. Pinched nose. (laughs) And that is is Uh... Moira's story beat. Kestrel's next. Kestrel, 
Throughout the week. Bumpy fiddle, bumpy fiddle. Throughout the week, uh, you, you know, wander around, you get to play some music, you get to investigate this town. At the edge of the forest, sometimes you let Kit loose and she plays Kite. with some of the other... Uh, sorry, why do I keep doing that? Let Kite because loose. Because my best buddy. I guess. Um, <laughs> you let Kite loose and she plays with some of the other fairy dragons mm. that are just naturally occurring here. Mm. And it's good. You feel like it's good for her? Mm. Like it tires her out like when a puppy has a play date. Yes. Um, sure enough. She's less, less likely to eat stuff. Yeah. yeah. And one day, you decide you're going to go to the, the Bumpy Fiddle. Mm-hmm. Because you hear that there's going to be a competition there. Oh. And so you head to the Bumpy Fiddle one night. Nice shiver there. Maybe. Okay. You head to the Bumpy Fiddle, and there's a whole line of a couple different bards that are, like, prepping. And a lot of them, ironically enough, have fiddles. The owner is a very elderly man, uh, kind of frail and, like, missing teeth and bald and... He kind of looks like the. T- he almost looks like the toy guy from um, uh, Toy Story who fixes Woody. Mm-hmm. He almost looks like that guy, but but more hunched. So he's, he's very hunched. Yeah. So he, he uh, he's very excited and he he sees you and lets you sign up mm-hmm. and you sign up and he goes, okay, you'll you'll be the next one to perform. I'm so excited. Me too. It's gonna be great. What are you playing, Miss? I'm playing my loop. A load. I like loads. I'm a fan of the fiddle. And some people heard, and now they're kind of trying to cheat, but you have confidence in your music, Missy, and, and the audience will tell the truth. Do you have a fiddle that is bumpy? Yes, it's hanging above the bar. And you look, oh. and there's literally a fiddle, and it looks like there's stuff growing out of it, as if a, a druid touched it and it started to grow, and it's bumpy. Does it still play well, or does? Is oh, it, kind of it does a little bit warped now, unfortunately. Yeah. That was my wife's, and she very much loved it. And so I opened this place when she passed to keep her memory alive. Well, that is lovely. Yes, it was lovely. Did did the bow sprout into anything? Um. Yeah, it's the tree we're in. Oh wow! Yeah. Magic is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Title of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my old man voice that I've never shared with you guys. Uh, I, I didn't realize I would get you guys so hard. It's the combination of voice and words and just sheer like Magic is crazy! Just need to cope with that question. Yeah, magic is crazy! And we immediately die laughing again. Okay. As if you guys didn't expect that? Come on. No, we did. We're just going to keep doing it until you're dead inside. It did help. We walk right into that. I want that as my fucking ringtone now. I agree. I'll send it to you. Yay. Magic is crazy. And everyone's just like, what the fuck is on your phone right now? That's exactly how I want every call to be like. Text tone. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> the show, gonna look at me like, put it on as a Patreon bonus. You can download it for a text tone. <laughs> that looks <laughs> crazy as your text tone. Uh, the other, the other one would probably be something like feel better. <laughs> it's not a sex thing. Would have to be one. Yeah, probably. Anyway, well, your text yeah, so, not a sex. So, so the old man who who runs the who runs the um the bumpy fiddle mm-hmm. is like, yeah. There's, but you're gonna do great up there, Missy. What, what's your name? I'm Kestrel. What's your name? Kestrel. I'm, I have a name. 
And it's a, a, a good name, name too. too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gonthan Gramalon. Gonthan Gramalon? He's a, a 70 year old male half elf. I'm dispelling that as comes to mind right now. Who's this old? That's G O N E T H I N Gromelon. Um, I don't think. Actually, yeah, that doesn't say 70. That says something else. But yeah, I'm like, like, that's way too young. Yeah, it'd be like. Gonathan Gromelon. You could call me God. Because that's what we'll all be eventually. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah. Just throw me the trash. <laughs> Things nobody sees me like so pumping was, my arms like a psychopath. A weird combination of an old man jig crossed with flossing. <laughs> old floss. It's like Old Spice, but with old people. It's when you floss your dentures. Ew, watch me floss. <laughs> you trying to floss your gum line. Gross. Okay. All right. Moving on. Moving on. It's more like drawing a sideways butt crack kind of motion. Yeah, you can call me gone. Or thin. Or just a whole thing. All of it's fine. I'll just respond if I hear you. Sometimes I don't hear so good. Do you want me to play loud? Yeah, everyone has to play loud in a bumpy fiddle. That's right. the rules. All right, I'll play loud in the bumpy fiddle. Yeah. That sounds good. We bring the house down, but not really. I live upstairs. Everyone's dying. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everyone dying? I don't understand. Mike is tomato red and slowly falling off his chair by rocking back and forth. I did not know this NPC would be so humorous to everyone. I'm oh sorry. Oh my god, it's your neck now too. You are you are, okay? You are a tomato. Uh, I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm Irish. I'm trying. Oh my god. Oh my god. I love it. It's great. You play loud in the bumpy fiddle, that's all there is to it. All right. Well, good luck up there, young lady. I'll introduce you. I introduce everyone. I make it special. The only NPC I've ever cared about. <laughs> I want this character for me the rest of the game. Take with us. Um, okay, and he signs you up. It's too old. And you're, you're sitting no. in the row. You're sitting in the row, and uh, you want to give me a perception check to see what your competition looks like? All right. 14 plus Four, so 18. That's enough. You do see Shiver. Hi, Shiver. Castrol. So very good to see you. Yeah, it's been a while. Have you been traveling all the way up the coast? Yeah. Have you met Kate yet? Kate? This is Kate. Kate kind of looks at him and gets all big. Because he's got a big beak. He is a... Mm, or Kenku. I was like, a brain current person. He is a Kenku type person with a very long beak. And he has his hood up. And... He kind of looks at her, and his bird beak starts getting a little close, and she just starts getting puffy. And like, I lean back as if, like, she doesn't like that. She doesn't. She's, she's sometimes shy. Oh, sorry about that, old chap. She's sometimes shy. Deep apologies! No offense, man. I just kind of respond to this. Whoa. I scratch her behind the frill. She, she settles down, and... Shiver looks at you, and as Kenku cannot create their own voices, he has many voices, in case this is very confusing for anyone listening to this podcast right now, sorry. <laughs> well, Kestrel, good luck! I'm sure you'll do. Great! You too. I don't need luck. Uh, 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 uh. And he opens his beak a little, as if he's making fun of himself, 
and he he puts his hand in his chest, and then he kind of waves his hand at you like, ha you get it. <laughs> and he just starts tuning his instrument. Yeah, what's he playing today? It appears he's playing a fiddle today. Okay. But you also see there's a, um, a younger human girl. Mm-hmm. She's maybe no more than 15, mm-hmm. who also seems to have a fiddle. Mm-hmm. There is also a... There's oh, a minotaur! <laughs> With a cello oh, on his no, shoulder. he can't be here. Oh, he okay. can't be here right now because okay. Sigurd is... There's, no, there's a sure. There's an Aarakocra person, and they appear to have bongos, and they're wearing a beret. I love this. <laughs> it's picturing an owl Aarakocra with a little beret on top. Probably. Yeah, it's great. It's good. So they're all warming up, and Gonathan kind of carefully wanders up to the stage, and it's a pretty full house. You know, everyone seems excited about this music competition, and Gonathan gets up there and goes. Welcome to the weekly contest at the Bumpy Fiddle. And the whole audience loses their shit. And they're like, yeah, go out there you're the man. And he's like, oh, thank you so much. Okay. Our first My performer. <laughs> our first performer comes all the way. Are you okay? I'm good. <laughs> this character just kills me. I love this character. You don't bring this character back for every single game you do. Gothan's long lost twin, Bonathan. Our first performer comes all the way from a village far out past the Firefly Falls. And everyone give it up for our bongo playing friend, Billiam. And Billiam gets up on stage and settles in and he gets everyone to start clapping. Audience participation is huge. And he starts playing his bongos. It is pretty good. Uh, the audience is into it. They're digging it. And, you know, you'd think that this wouldn't be the audience for that because they seem a little rough. But they're still digging it. And they're like, yes, we love participating. Next up. I'm paying attention to this. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. And then they clap. Everyone's like, yay. He gets off stage. The young girl is kind of standing there shivering, holding her fiddle. Gone then gets up and goes, Everyone, please be extra nice to this next performer. She's very young, but she's got spirit. This is Amber. Let her hear it. And Amber wanders up on stage shivering. (laughs) And, nope. Uh, She immediately breaks a string. (laughs) She turns purple as hell and looks like she's about to cry. And Gonathan comes up and he's like, he's like, it's okay, it's just, she's great, isn't she awesome, everyone? She's awesome! And he gets everyone to cheer for her, even though she fucked it all up. And so she looks less upset, and and he's like, come on, let's go get you a root beer, that's okay. Oh, he's so wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever kill him off, yeah. I will not be afraid Now there's anymore. so many reasons to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Vengeance. Oh, big Bad's still gonna die if this thing goes after him. Next up, we have... A young orcish woman who I didn't ask where she came from, but she's big, beautiful, and I hope her sounds as big as her personality. Welcome, Kestrel, up to the stage. And he introduces you. Like I go up waving, and I I move Kite onto like onto like visible, like onto shoulder. Okay, she kind of clings to you. She doesn't like all the people staring at you. <laughs> okay, I, I'm Kite. I'm Kestrel, and this is Kite right here. And today we are going to play you a little ditty. And if you want to dance along too, then please do. And I start like like with the foot, just the rhythm. Boom, oh, boom, boom. Give me. And so as I play, the come one forward, going back, turn the circle. Sure. Back, give me a performance check. Let's see how this goes. All right. And 
That is a 16. Okay, it's pretty good. Everyone seems into it. They're clapping along, stomping their feet. Gondon's like, yeah, I love when I can hear the music. And he's dancing in the background. He's doing like the white Republican shuffle. Like, yeah, I love dancing. And he's, everyone seems to enjoy themselves. It goes very well. You get a fair amount of applause. Uh, next up, you know. It's uh, always shiver I'm sorry. Gondon gets up on stage and says, Last but not least, please welcome our Cancun friend, Shiva, who tells me they've traveled far and wide and has learned all sorts of musical sound. Everyone give a wing! And he, he introduces them, and Shiva gets on the stage and says, Thank you so very much for that very kind entrance. And he starts playing the fiddle. But it doesn't go as well this time for him. This time, uh, he starts playing, and maybe he just doesn't pick the right composition for this particular group. It's not as fun. It's a little too sad for the environment. And everyone's like, eh, they clap, but it's kind of like, eh. <laughs> not as big as a performance. Uh, and then Gonthin calls you all up on stage. And he he goes, okay, everyone up on stage. I'm going to put my hand above them. You clap for who you like the bestest. I lean down. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he wanders over to Shiver. He goes, oh, and the audience is like, eh. And he goes, okay, okay. And he goes over to you next. And you get a pretty good applause. It's a pretty good, like, yeah, yeah, Castrol, it's good. And it feels good. He goes over to the little girl, and the whole audience loses their shit because they feel bad for her. <laughs> and they're like, yeah! And she's, like, all embarrassed and horrified because she's, like, 15. And she's like, oh, shit, I... I'm so self-conscious! She's, like, pulling on her clothes, trying to hide in her, like, dress. <laughs> and... At the end is the Arcora, and everyone snaps <laughs> for them, which doesn't make as much sound. <laughs> <It's really great. laughs> and obviously, then just goes, Okay, it looks like the house choice tonight is Miss Amber. And everyone goes, Yay! And so everyone goes off the stage, and he wanders over to, to you and goes, I think it was close, really, between you and Billy. Honestly? But... People want what they want, and honestly, that little girl was very sad. I'm sure they just wanted to be nice. But you are clearly the more talented one. <laughs> no competition here. <laughs> you come back to the puppy fiddle, okay? And he starts socializing with all the other people in the bar. And as you're standing there, and people are kind of coming up to you, like, wow, you did so awesome, so great. This little goblin man approaches you. He's got a chicken under one arm. And he goes, oh, um, excuse me. Miss Kestrel, could I speak to you for just a moment? Do you mind? I'm sorry. Look, I know I'm very sure. Please don't elbow me in the face, sir. <laughs> and he's trying to, like, push through people to try and get to you. Do you, do you wait and listen to him? Yeah. Why do you have a chicken in a bar? Oh, this is Bok. Hi, Bok. Bok goes with me everywhere. Okay. He's my ticket chicken. What does that mean? He's my ticket. You know, the ticket that lets you leave your village. We don't have that in Estever. It's a goblin thing. Okay. So, your performance blew my mind. You're, like, outstanding. Like, really outstanding. Do you realize how outstanding you really are? I do stand outside a lot. Yeah, me too. I like it. Yeah, but, it's good. <laughs> but what I meant was, your music is wonderful. And you're so very talented. And, well, I, I'm just a fan. I I love it. I, I'm, Thank you. I, look, I don't want to be weird or anything, but... 
I was wondering if perhaps you took jobs uh, for, for music to, to perform places. I do take jobs. You do take jobs. See, in my village, it's, it's not any map because, you know, goblins are kind of weird and we hide our shit and that's just how it goes. But I can draw you a map. I'd love it if you went to my village. It's called Nest. And, uh, well, our boss, she, uh, she just lost her, her partner and she's very sad and... I think music like yours could really warm her heart and really bring great joy back into her eyes again. And, and uh, you know, I, I would really like it if you if you went out there and uh, and did that. Would you be willing to do that? Well, how, how far away is it? Oh, well, and he draws you a little hand-drawn map. Now, it looks like it's in the province of Pan, mm-hmm. between uh, here and Piper's Hollow. Like, just off the path a little bit. Well, I am going to Piper's Hollow. I do have a job oh, to play for Piper. Oh, really? So that's that that anyway. See, you're that talented. That's so outstanding. And you'd even take a job from little old me. That's so great. Because this is what I do to anybody that I can make for listen to. I pull out Brigantia's writ. I'm like, well, I am the bard of Brigantia. See, I have this writ. He looks fucking flabbergasted. He's just like, he blew his tiny goblin mind. And he's like, oh my gods. You are like, a, you're almost a goddess bard. Sort of. It's like royal barding. You play to. for the gods, and then, and then when, one god yet. said that you're the best. Well, one god wow. said I can play wherever I want to, which is Well, that which means is you're the good. best, right? I think that means I so. I think that means she's okay hearing me wherever. Wow. That's amazing. That's so cool. That's just so cool. That's like a god saying, I won't tell you to shut up, which is pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. That's, my, that's huge. My big brother won't even promise that. I mean, brothers can be tough, you yeah. know. Yeah, I get that. I get that a lot. Yeah. And my brother, Four, is always pushing me around. But how did you get the chicken instead of him? Oh, Bach. Yeah. I, I raised the chickens. Oh. Yeah. Nest has a lot of birds. We're all about birds there. It's a, it's a living. That's my mom's thing, too. Birds are good. Birds are good. And your name is a bird. Yep. I like birds. And I like your music, and you sing like a bird, so it, it all I, works out I, real I good. I don't, I don't sing. Well, I mean, you play I music play like, like a bird. bird. I don't, I don't sing. Well, you make sounds like a bird. I makes. can do bird impressions, I don't sing. You can do bird impressions. He looks like a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> like, you just got that much better in his mind. Wow. Yeah, you you got to perform in this. It would be huge to our village. We, we don't get that many visitors, for obvious reasons, but... I think it would be a big deal if you came to our village. I mean, maybe I'd even get my name. You know, if if the boss is real impressed with you, maybe I'll get a name too. Are you still working on that? Yeah, I'm still working. Right now, you can call me Five. Okay. Yeah. And this is Bok. Hi, Bok. And he, and he points to the chicken, the big fuck-off chicken mm-hmm. under his arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much you know about goblins, but we only get our names uh, when we do something special. Otherwise, it's just a number. My friends call me Fiverr, though. You can call me Fiverr. That's fine. So, what... Hmm. Do you know the goblins who are in town already? Oh, yeah. Those are, men, they, those they are mountain goblins. Okay, they are... Because you don't... Yeah, you seem, they're a bit you weird. A yeah, they, they're not very smart. But don't tell them that. It would be very mean. Well, they, they have very specific skill sets. Yes, sir. Yeah, they're, they're more like... Fixing, building, stabbing stuff, and uh, we raise birds. So, I mean, lots of things birds can do. You can eat them, you can uh, hatch them, you can train them to, to 
hunt animals for you, that he can perform with them. That's my mom's thing. with with starlings. Oh, yeah. We have a a whole group of starlings that do performances. They're very smart birds. And uh, we had one, though. uh, We had to kick her out because she... She was using her starlings to steal things from from people who came to see her show. So we had to had to put a stop to that. But you know, that castle just gets really sad inside because <laughs> dramatic irony. Just being like, okay, well, what was her name, by the way? Oh, uh, we uh we called her Picky. Okay. Because that's that what she sense. was that banished for. Yeah, yeah Picky. Yeah. Why? You know Picky? No, I've, I've seen. Does she steal from you? No, I've seen starlings perform with a goblin before. Oh, I could have been with our other ones. We mm-hmm. got lots of goblins. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Uh, yeah. But you'll come. We're, we're going to be staying around in town till the end of the week. Oh, okay. we're, we're staying here until my little baby right here is 18 days old. But, uh, that's how I'm keeping track of time now. Is that a bird? No, she's a fairy dragon. Oh. They like birds. This is kind of, they like birds. They eat most anything, but right now she's really into bugs and bacon. She does not like eggs. Seems fair. Seems fair. I mean, I've been to bacon too, so I think that might be what's, what's that's, going on. That's always good when you can relate to your animals. Yeah, she does like chewing on feathers, but mostly from pillows. You kind of cuddles <laughs> bottles. No, she's never, she's never <laughs> been left for a live bird, and that would have been an issue because one of my friends was a songbird for a little while, but she's okay yeah. now. Yeah. The whole lark thing. But you'll for, come. You'll you'll it come. It was a bit of a lark. You'll visit Bosky and you'll you'll visit. Yeah, well, I'll take I'll take a, a route round that we're we're in town for a little bit longer. But, yes, uh, yes, it's so I awesome. Need to, we need to be heading towards. Pampers you are really the coolest. Thank you, thank you so much. Okay, thank you. And he shakes your hand, guys. kind of vigorous, and he wanders off. He goes, "I go, I gotta go sell more chickens." But thank you, thank you. Definitely right. go see. High fives. Definitely go see Bosky. Okay. Uh, right there at the end. And that is Castrol Story Beat. Next up is Tony. Uh, we're going to do your story beat. Throughout the week, you're staying at a really nice tavern. Uh, a really nice tavern. really nice inn um, called the Griffin's Nest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very calm and you know, clean and warm. And it's built into this tree belly, essentially. So all the rooms are kind of round. Mm-hmm. And it's almost, like, it's almost like animals chewed the space out. The tree is massive. And so each floor has like little round rooms that you guys are staying in. Like staying in a Keebler Elf tree, basically. <laughs> but it, it just feels classier and nicer and cleaner. Mm-hmm. Everything's natural, though. Like, the sheets are maybe a little more scratchy because they're made with real cotton and real hemp. Like, <laughs> that kind of a place. But the meal, you know, the meals are always good and everything's really nice. And it's been really relaxing. You feel like you've actually gotten some time to decompress. And it's on one of these days. Mm-hmm. The rest for the weekend, I don't know. So on one of these days, as you're, what would what would Tony be doing during his downtime? You tell me. Oh, that's in a good question. Room. He's probably having a crisis of faith because he was first like bad guys, bad guys in the in the temple. They need, I'm gonna attack them. Oh, they're not what? No, what? So he's just kind of been mulling over in his head, like whether or not they were what? actually alkalites. Yeah, I just attacked a guy, but the guy was but no, no, but he was, he was wearing the thing, but he's not. A, sure. Yeah. Roll me a perception check at disadvantage since you're very distracted. Uh, I can see that. Not real great. Uh, it's a six. Six. So you don't notice until you hear the springs on your bed give as if someone's sitting on them. Am I looking like in a different direction or at a book or something right now? Or? Uh, you're 
probably just panicking over in the corner. I don't know. There, there are little armchairs in the room. They all have, like, their little one set up where there's, like, a small little armchair and, like, a bed. And... Right, so I'm probably sitting in the chair, like, yeah. grabbing my temples. So you hear the springs on the bed give a little behind you. Ogma? It's the very same. I'm in trouble, aren't I? Oh, well, the trouble is this is not how I'd phrase this. You are at the crossroads. That's how I'd phrase this. Yeah, I... What? Well, you are troubled, but you're not in trouble, as you are not currently in harm's way. Good? Yes, it's good. It's good. Um, so, I did lose some track of you when you went into this other god's temple. I assume it must have been another god's temple, yes. Pants. Yes. What did you learn? Well, <clears throat> you're not going to like this. Okay. Uh, so... Where to start? First of all... Well, so you uh, start at the beginning and then give me small descriptions of each problem. I will take notes. And as he does that, he reaches into his shirt and he pulls out a really tattered notebook and quill and he just licks the quill. Okay, I'm ready. That's why you're good at this. And skill life incredibly lack. But, uh... Yes, I'm aware. Yeah, yes. Um, so... We went to go find out what was going on with Cain's Temple. Sure, what was going on with Pentha? Uh, it turns out that some group, or someone, went in and killed the Guardian. Oh, that's okay. Killed the Guardian, not good. And a dragon was roosting in the weapon chamber. So, at the word dragon, he looks up and his eyes kind of shine like a crazy person. He goes, a dragon, you green. say. A green one. And Do I, you know the age of this dragon? Uh, Perhaps younger or younger, older? Or younger. younger, okay. Yeah. That's unusual to find a dragon, a green dragon in this area. Usually they're suppressed by that magical barrier. I assume that means the barrier has fallen and the weapon is... The weapon is gone, yes. yes uh, which makes the most sense. It seems to have been before our encounter with the dragon. Um, well, that also makes sense. It checks out because uh, I suspected this weapon had been missing a long time when you told me there was a problem with... The corpse, because these monsters you fought, they could not exist uh, if the barrier for Pan's area was still up. Correct. And back treading a little bit, uh, we were venturing through the vines to get to the temple. Yes. And we heard some people down from below while we were like higher up. Basically, we're high, higher up on a ledge down below to them. Okay. We heard that they were calling, and we were trying to figure out if they were prisoners or if they needed help. And then we went down there, and I saw them wearing acolytes of Ursa robes. I see. And you can see that this clearly did not probably go well for me, since I have the... Did they uh, initiate combat for you? Uh, how, how did you find them? <laughs> like I said, you're not going to like this. Um, so... First, I tried to find out if they actually were accolades versa in a very aggressive way. Ah, I see. Well, I mean, were, sometimes that works, sometimes it does not. They were defensive. Uh, that sometimes does happen, yes. So you did not learn uh, very much from them no. because they were defensive. Okay. That's, that, that sometimes happens with enemies. There was some argument back and forth, and I got more aggressive. Uh, and but they did not attack you? No. Ah, I Yes. See. This is, so yeah. unprovoked, you attacked these people in range. You, you mm-hmm. did not think about this, you just attack? I first, if I remember correctly, punched the goblin in the face. Oh. Uh, because 
I wasn't getting straight answers out of him. And he, he punched you first? No. I see. And then I was going back and forth arguing with a tabaxi. Uh-huh. And my axe found its way into his shoulder blade. I see. This does not sound like uh, the most strategic way to handle a problem. No. Does not sound like um, we're listening or no. learning things no. from these people. No. Um, I see. That is most then disappointing. Then he called me a coward. And well, yeah, I mean, um, were you acting in a way that befits a coward? Well, I was attacking a man who was in a cage. Oh, so yes, you were acting in a way that befits yes, a coward. Yes. Okay, uh, I see. I would not stand that. So <laughs> it's straightforward and harsh. <laughs> yeah, I would not stand that, so I then tried to chop him out of the vine cage he oh, was okay, in yes. so he'd give me a uh, fair fight. This is enough information yeah. for me. Tony, uh, My friends had subdued me, so I stopped. Uh, that is very fortuitous. Uh, you would not want to further shame yourself. Mm-hmm. So, let us have a talk. Yeah. Though I understand your purposes to learn more about these Algolites and take vengeance with your knowledge about them for your father's death. This, this I understand, but your reason is clouded by your need for vengeance. And it's, uh, it's not so much working for me. So this is what we're going to do. I am not an unkind god. This is what I'd like. I sense one of your friends has a book that belongs to a goddess friend. Okay. This book needs to be returned to this goddess. She's a deeply curious person. She's also a very vengeful god. Uh-huh. Will we'll react in a way seems more befitting to your personality. So this is what I will do for you. You'll return this book to this goddess. This goddess will then give you an item she owes me. You will return this item. And you will no longer require to be in my service. Instead, I will write you a good review, and uh, you will work with this other goddess. No? I'm surprised. Uh, I didn't understand that this is how these types of things work. Well, generally is not is not how this works, but I. I work a little bit differently than some other gods. I, 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 I look at this as a business transaction between one man and another. Uzi, you do not fulfill my job requirements. You are not a good fit for my position. That does not mean you do not fit for another department. No? I understand. <laughs> I've learned probably more that I am of a, an aggressive person than a thinking person? You have very trouble keeping clear head. Yes. Yes. This is the problem. I like you. You're not a bad man. Your heart is generally good. But your head is clouded with rage. And if you're not careful, that will get you killed one day. Yes, it will. I try my best to redirect you. This doesn't seem to be working for you. So instead, I refer you elsewhere. You find a better job where someone is more suited to your style. No? I appreciate that. You're very welcome. Agma is not an unforgiving god. You do me favor, I return favor. Understood. I'll get that book. I am also not 
technically supposed to do. For now, you keep power. You keep power, you make it a bust. You return her book. You take this letter, and he hands you a letter. Okay, and we'll make that. Uh, it appears to be written in Celestial. And as he hands it to you, he seals it and stamps it with a wax seal. Just uh, delivers this along with the book. I sense one of your friends has it. I'm not sure which one. DM question. Did I see which one of our teammates took it? And I'm pretty sure Moira pointed out that she had okay. one of the cursed Just books. Yeah, because I was real mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yep. Sounds good to me. Uh, so can you just where I find where to return this? Yes. This letter is magic. I'm a smart man, so I use some smart items, no? This letter will lead you to her, it will react um, when you are close to this goddess. This goddess wanders, uh, she's goddess of vengeance, she's goddess of curiosity, she's also goddess of cats. Are you familiar with how cats live their life? They kind of do whatever they want. Yes, this is very similar. Okay. She is so hiding like... somewhere, unless she wants to be found, she's not found. So I need, like, saucer of milk or catnip? Or oh, no, 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 not quite. Okay. Um, but it's hiding, probably in plain sight, but it's hiding very good. And will not come out until the sides wants to. Okay. Get the book, bring it back, Give get an item from this person and get it to you. Bast. Bast. God is bast. Get this item from Bast, bring it back to you. Yes. She um, will know what item when you give her the writ. You do not need to ask questions about this item, you just provide it back to me. Sounds good to me. It was on loan and then had trouble finding her. She's not expecting you. It will be bonus. I'm helping. Just That's just good. outsmart her. You know, just outsmart oh, her. Oh, now we're <laughs> You do know that it's me trying to outsmart her. Oh, I am outsmarting her. Yes. Oh, okay. By sending you. You are unexpected. But I don't have to do anything about the smarting part. No, you have item. Use okay, item. Okay, cool. Then I will do that. Use, use I we didn't... learned that my outsmarting is probably not my best skill. Have we learned that? I have learned that. You've learned you? that. <laughs> <laughs> On a good day, maybe, but sometimes I don't. Sure. Yeah, so it's... But no, no this, Tony. Your father was a good man. He was one of my best followers. I wanted to take you under my wing, and I do not let you go easily. I consider you almost like my own son, but you are very angry. Yeah. And sometimes the son needs to leave the father in order to be a better person. I can learn that. to be his best self. Be your best self and make both your fathers proud. Thank you. You're very welcome. And with that, enjoy your evening. And he snaps his fingers and is gone. Mm -hmm. And that's Tony's story. Yep. Sounds good to me. So Sigurd is uh, in her room when she receives a knock at her door. She answers it, and it's one of the owners of the, of the inn, and they say, Miss, you have, you have a letter. Sigurd's like, thanks, and then she takes it. She opens it, and it appears to be a letter from home, from Peaks, and it's from Father. And it says, My dearest Sigrid, I, I do hope this letter finds you well. I hope you are eating right and dressing warmly, you know, I worry for you. Anyway, I do have some uncomfortable news for you. I have attempted to restore the prism of unweaving to its original state. However, it does seem some pieces are missing. 
that news would be troubling enough, but I'm, I'm afraid there's more. After the, the miners cleaned out the, all the rubble, it seems they were unable to locate Ivor's body. That being said, please do be careful. I suspect this wasn't the last you will see of him. Love, Father Lankash. So she reads this, sighs deeply to herself with her eyes rolling, and goes, fuck. And that's where we'll end Sigrid's beat. Willow. Okay. You're gonna hate this, but I love it. So. (laughs) So, you do wonderful things in the week, blah, blah, blah. It gets to the end of the week. And you're waiting for the emissary. And you go back to your room, like, just to get something. Sure, you're thinking maybe, hey, you know, maybe I'll go to the Bumpy Fiddle. You know, maybe I'll do a performance tonight. They've always Mm -hmm. got stuff there. Mm -hmm. You go back to your room, and sitting on your desk propped up is a letter addressed to you. Exciting. It was exciting. It's just left there. The door was locked, so you're not sure how it got there. The windows are closed. Curious. I'm going to go and read it. You going to read it? Okay. You open it. It says, Dear Willow, I have information about your father. I hear you're very interested to know it. If you want to know more, meet me alone at the Bumpy Fiddle Tavern tonight at 7 p.m. I'll be wearing the red hat. Okay. That's all it says. It's not signed. Handwriting is very neat and tidy. All right. Of course I go. You go? Okay. (laughs) I mean, no hesitation. (laughs) Fucking go. I mean, I guess, like, let me investigate my room. Let me see if there's, like, anything else. Yeah, please. Another box, mix box with ashes in it. Body. <laughs> Hidden in your mattress. Dead body. Dead body. Um, what was that? Perception. 21. Your window's cracked just a little bit. You definitely had them completely closed before you left. Okay. I find I go close and lock. Okay. Sure. But nothing's disturbed. Nothing's okay. taken. Nothing's messy. Okay. Um, there is a particular smell in the room, though, that you notice. What does the smell? It smells kind of like... <laughs> Sorry. We're just dropping the voice out. It smells kind of like um, like a sweet cigarello kind of smoke smell. And it's vaguely familiar to you, but you can't place it. Okay. Okay. So you go to the bumpy fiddle? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you go to the bumpy fiddle. It's very raucous tonight. It's almost always pretty packed in here. It seems that everyone really loves the owner. Mm-hmm. He's just like kind of a lonely little old man who's very social with all the people at the tavern that come in and he lets pretty much anyone perform going on right now is like a really bad uh mime that's on stage (laughs) and everyone's kind of laughing and like throwing shit and trying to get him drunk on stage and (laughs) just like a bunch of rowdy shit give me a perception check 20 unnatural 20 beautiful so in the far corner you notice a red hat there's a man He's kind of just propped against the wall with his back to the wall so he can see the whole room. He's got his arms across his chest. And at first glance, he just seems to be human. He has kind of sharp eyes. And you know as soon as you see him, he's already seen you this whole time. Mm -hmm. And he's just watching you. Just waiting. Just sitting with his back against this wall, leaning back in the chair. He's got a beer in front of him, and it looks like it's mostly untouched. You know, like mm-hmm. he he just did it so that way it didn't look weird that he was sitting in here. Mm-hmm. Go over to him. You go over to him. So you walk over. You hear him, and he he tips his head and he kind of smiles at you in like a wistful sort of way. Okay. You don't recognize this man. So I don't recognize him. Nope. Don't recognize him. 
And he says, good, you're here. Follow me. And he gets up and he crosses over to like a back door mm-hmm. and he kind of just opens it. It looks like it's for employees only, but he doesn't seem to care. He opens it. Do you follow? Roll a perception check. If you want, what are, what are you trying to perceive? I don't know. Fuck it. I'm just going to Insight. I mean, you can insight to see if he seems like he's malintentioned. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Set an anyone. No. Uh, I was like, because that's extra sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it gives me a 13 okay, instead of like a... Uh, he seems nervous. More like he doesn't want people to like notice okay. you guys. Like he's perceptive of everything around him. He's like mm-hmm. hyper aware. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like he means you any harm. Okay. All right. So you follow him? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he brings you out to a back alley. It's like the door closes behind you and it's like that weird like muffled sound kind of like with outside comp bar how like right. you can kind of hear all the music and stuff but it's like muffled and strange. Mm-hmm. And he looks at you and he says thank you so much for coming. You're welcome. I didn't think you'd actually come. Why not? I just thought you'd be more cautious. With the things that you've been learning? Well, no one's been able to tell me anything about him. Not much. I got two Phoenix boxes now with ashes in them. Let me see. And he takes them from you. He pockets them. It's more than I thought you'd have. And he takes off his hat. And as he does so, He changes, his features become elven, his hair becomes long and white, and you immediately recognize your father. He says, he says, (laughs) hello, Willow. And that's where we're going to end that story. Rude! (laughs) So fucking rude! Hey, party people, Steph the DM here. Thank you for listening to the season finale of Natural Fun. It's been a really crazy ride, and we're grateful to our listeners for continuing to follow along on our journey. I'm currently planning and writing a season two. I'm really excited to start recording with my players. But with the pandemic and general chaos of the world, we're not sure exactly when season two will be ready to share. But we're hoping to start recording and playing again by September. So keep checking our social media for the latest updates. Take a long rest, and we'll get rolling again in season two. Bye.